Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll feature Brian Chaffin. He hails from the Mac Observer. A little bit later on, we'll hear from Avram Pilch. She's the online editorial director, doesn't that sound fancy, of Laptop Magazine. So we've got lots of stuff to talk about this week, especially a certain Apple event on September 9th. On the Tech Night Out Live, Brian Chaffin returns, and I guess we should start with Apple's event. Now, Apple has done this every so often. Their September events fall on the 9th of the month. It's my birthday. But Apple is not going to give me a birthday present, Brian. Well, you could you could pretend that the Apple announcing new products that will delight you is, in fact, a gift aimed just at you. Silver yeah, linings. Nobody believes that. No, no one. No one at all. Okay, so I'm not going to talk first about the possibilities of the next iPhone. And I think a lot of this stuff is just kind of circulating from the supply chain. So whatever we say... Most likely we know, because the same thing happened last year. The form function configuration of the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus was pretty well known before last year's event. Isn't that correct, Brian? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, here's, here's the deal with Apple at this point. Apple is, is huge. Apple's supply chain is monstrous. There are literally millions of fingers involved in producing Apple's products, if you look at all the different component makers, the final assemblers, the managers, the the recruiters that are hiring for those uh, outsource outsource uh, manufacturing companies, I mean, there's just so many people involved. Now, most of those people don't know exactly what's going on, but some of them do, and some of them are able to filch things and you know take them home and sell them to media outlets that'll buy them, and it's just. The point is, is that at this point in Apple's existence, it cannot keep hardware secret. And in the in the last four to twelve weeks, four to eighteen weeks, maybe four to twenty weeks before a media event, before something is going to be announced, we've usually seen it in in one form or another. And I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Uh, and and it contrasts greatly with Apple software, which it usually is able to keep secret because. All that is done uh, in-house by Apple employees that are under Apple's uh, training and control. Well, let's look at the rumors about Apple TV before we get back to the iPhone. Now, this is interesting here. The latest stories have it that there'll be one or two versions, but instead of charging $99, as Apple has done since the second-generation Apple TV, they're going to have one for $149 and maybe a second for $199. Now, this bothers me in one specific way. The main competition, which is reportedly outselling Apple right now, is the Amazon Fire TV and also the Roku 3, which is a very credible product. They're selling for $99. How does Apple get away with 50% more? Everything that Apple sells is more than a competition. Apple should never be pricing its products to beat the competition. Apple doesn't compete on price. My guess is that there will be hardware features involved in this product. And, and I do believe this rumor. I do believe this is what we're going to see. But I believe there's going to be hardware uh, features uh, for, you know, from storage to listening capabilities to you know, processor speeds or whatever that are going to justify that price. But, you know, Apple's not going to have any problem selling it. 
All right. So you think Apple's going to offer something in terms of hardware features that will make it worthwhile? I mean, I've heard speculation about universal search, but that's a software feature. You don't charge you know, more it, for a software feature. It's got to be something in the hardware. Maybe some kind of limited gaming support with the remote that becomes or also doubles as a gaming controller? You know, I'm thinking more along the lines of storage and even storage for such things. You know, universal support is going to require some local uh, processing power and some local storage. Uh, the ability to have enough shows locally, the, the ability to to download uh, or start enough shows to, to you know for, for you to be able to queue up things. I mean, all these things are going to require storage, and I think that that's going to be one of the things that that, that affects price. And I believe that the processors on these are going to have to be uh, a lot better than what Apple has needed in the past because of these new software features. Okay, what about 4K TV support? Now, the stories say no, but I can't see that. It doesn't make sense. That, that's a good one, Gene. Um, it's a good one because I, I don't know what to think either. A- Apple has actually been rather slow to support higher resolutions on both its iOS devices and Apple TV. The Apple TV was for way too long, 720p, um, and you know, took Apple a while to bring it up to 1080 you know, at the same time, Apple is is like this mega front runner when it comes to resolution on its computers. I mean, the 5K iMac is is a you know is this dream machine. So I you know I don't I don't know what to make of that. I, I think that Apple should support 4K with this device. That's what I would want the company to do. But I, I guess it if Apple doesn't, there's probably a reason for it. And that reason could be that Apple just doesn't see the market penetration. But I don't know. I'd like this device to be a little bit future-proof, not entirely future-proof. But I would certainly, because I, you know, I think in the next two or three years, 4K TVs are going to be uh, quite the norm. Uh, Costco had one uh, from uh, Samsung for like 1700 bucks. It was a 60-inch 4K TV for 1700 bucks, 1700 and change. And, you know, we're going to see those prices come down a lot in the next two years, and they're going to be, you know, in that $1,000 range before you know it. And that means lots of people are going to have them, and it would be nice if Apple TV was ready for them. Well, you know, if you look at Vizio's M series, they've got several models below $1,000 now, 4K. Wow. And they get pretty decent reviews. So I think that future is here already. Fair enough. It certainly could be this Christmas when 4K TVs become all the rage. And if Apple supports 4K out of the box, Apple could be a part of that. Apple could be a driver for the, for that uh, for that adoption. But uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not sure what to expect on that front. I fear that it won't support 4K, but I hope that it does. Yes, that's the question. Of the ages here, will Apple have 4K support in the next Apple TV? With the fact that the TV makers are making a big push for the holiday season, it would seem to be a mistake not to have it. But I wonder if Amazon and Roku will come out with 4K models, and will they be forced to charge more for them? Maybe that's the secret sauce here that we're not considering here. They have to charge more because of the more powerful chips. And suddenly... Apple doesn't seem so overpriced. And maybe Apple could come out with a cheaper version of Apple TV without the extra hardware to replace the current entry-level model. 
Well, you know, keep in mind, I mean, this isn't the case for Roku, but app, um, Amazon doesn't make a profit on anything it sells except for its, uh, its uh, cloud services. Um, you know, Amazon's not concerned about making a profit, and Apple is. That's, that's part of the price difference. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things to go into it, but I'll, I'm going to have to come back to my point that Apple has never priced its devices to be competitive on price, and I don't think it should start doing so now. Except that the existing Apple TV was competitive with the high-end really? streamers. Really, though? I mean, right, you know, the, it was the, the sold for $99, the same as the Roku 3 and the Amazon. Uh-huh. Then it went down to $69. Uh-huh. That shows me Apple has been sensitive to pricing. It yeah, hasn't we agree to disagree here. It hasn't been updated since 2012. True. I mean, Which is why know, they so, cut the price. Yeah, fair, fair enough. But I don't think that's necessarily um, – I, I don't think that that is Apple trying to worry about being price competitive with Amazon, Roku, or anybody else. I think it's actually just the reality that Apple had to face because it hadn't updated its hardware in so long. And it's actually a ridiculous amount of time. Apple should have updated the Apple TV a long time ago. They were just throwing us a bone to keep us looking at this product until the next one is out. We've got Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. We'll have more about Apple TV on the Tech Night Out Live. If your Mac has slowed down or isn't performing like it used to, there's a smart alternative to buying a new machine thanks to OWC. With easy do-it-yourself upgrades for every Mac, OWC has what you need to get the most from your computer. From memory and SSDs to ultra-fast external storage, take it from me. You'll discover all the ways you can upgrade your Mac today at MacSales.com. That's MacSales.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids. R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. 
Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. We've got Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. We're talking about the next Apple TV, what's going to offer. Now, another improvement is said to be the remote. I do not like the current Apple TV remote, as I've said before, because I think it's too simple. I'm not just arguing about the other limitation, which is the very narrow signal range. You have to point it just so, otherwise it doesn't work properly. You can use your iPhone, of course, your iPad for a remote application to do it. But that's my argument with the current remote. So how does Apple improve that remote, the ultra simple remote, and make it maybe a little less simple and faster? I don't have the answers there, but I do hope that the remote is improved. I've never had a problem with Apple's current remote, but I understand uh, those who don't like it, especially that range issue you mentioned. And dealing with typing out words can be a, a, a bit of a pain, too. I am guessing that we're going to see a remote that is not greatly more complicated. I think it's going to have a slightly different form factor, and I think the buttons are going to be different. It could even have a few additional buttons, but I don't think it's going to be vastly different, Gene. What bothers me about the current one is that you have to go through multiple menus, and that might be a function of the interface, because that's bothersome. 
it seems so many steps just to get a few things accomplished. Yeah, it's true. And it kind of makes you wonder about that cracked code that, that Steve Jobs mentioned uh, back before he died when he was speaking to Walter Isaacson for Walter Isaacson's biography, Steve Jobs. Dave Hamilton, uh, my business partner and the president of the Mac Observer, posited this morning that maybe this voice search that we're hearing about today, maybe this voice search that we're hearing about uh, on, on Thursday, I guess it was Thursday this week, that Apple TV is going to have that that may be the cracked code that Steve Jobs was talking about. And th this is basically a feature that will allow you to ask for something and then search all of the avenues of programming that it has to be able to give you all sources for a particular show or a particular, you know, particular actor or a particular, particular series or a particular name or whatever, uh, and, and be able to present them all to you without you having to go digging for anything. And that, that would directly solve what you just mentioned. So you're depending then on the enhanced search to be the magic bullet. Get me um, House of Cards. Yeah. I want to watch House of Cards. I want to watch uh, I want to watch something by uh, with with Kevin Kevin Spacey. I want to watch something directed by Kevin Spacey. You know, if you're able to do that and if it actually works, that could be a great thing. And that'll be the key of course is if it actually works. Of course. Work with Siri. Then the mic would be embedded in the remote? Maybe. Uh, it could be. Uh, you know, it, it, that was one. When we're talking about prices, and uh, that was actually one of the things I was thinking about, is, is if Apple TV is going to have the ability to listen, that's going to require something. It's going to require a microphone in the device. It's going to uh, require the ability to be able to listen to your phone. For, for, for vocal commands. You know, it's, it, there, there's a lot of different ways that Apple could do it. Um, and the remote really is just one of them. I, I, I actually think it would be more likely to be something in the Apple TV itself. I, I don't think Apple would want, to ha would, would want to tie you to grabbing the remote and speaking into it if they're going to allow you to speak to it in the first place. But what about the dueling requests? I want NCIS. No, I want whatever show is opposite NCIS. I don't think Apple TV is going to come with a marriage counselor. That's, that's going to have to be, families are going to have to work that out for themselves. Now, obviously, if they add the new chip and they add metal support, we're talking about possible games here. Mm -hmm. So how far does Apple go? Does Apple decide to do one better than traditional gaming consoles? No, I don't think so. You know, Apple has become the king of gaming with uh, iPad and iPhone. And those games largely are not competing with uh, the kinds of games that you'll find on consoles. I don't think Apple's going to want to get into the console business. And I don't think that Apple could do it at the $199 price, not with all the other features, too. Uh, I, I think that Apple is much more likely to be focused on, on family gaming, you know, doing things like Angry Birds, um, uh, you know, not, not doing things like, you know, Call of Duty. But you'd think there will certainly be an SDK for third parties, right? If Apple is going to open up uh, development to um, uh, to third-party apps, then yeah, there will be an SDK. Okay, so do you think this is a given, a locked Apple TV fourth generation is introduced as part of the September 9th event? Yes. 
what 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 is not a lock though is exactly what services will be unveiled at the time. I mean, we know that um, that we we've known for a long time that Apple is trying to do a streaming TV service, and we know that the studios and the cable networks, or excuse me, the cable companies and 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 the uh, channels and 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 all the networks, they've all been very resistant to this. And I very much believe the current rumor that this ne- this new hardware that we're going to see is going to support a streaming service, but that this, the streaming service won't be introduced until sometime next year. Now, just to show you how things are moving in the streaming TV business, Hulu Plus has added a slightly more expensive feature now, and that feature allows for essentially commercial-free TV shows. Because up till now with Hulu Plus, and Hulu, of course, had the commercials. Hulu Plus had limited commercials. That's the one for which you had to pay a monthly fee. Now, for a higher monthly fee, you get mostly commercial-free shows. So is that in anticipation of all this stuff going on? Or just I, you know, the I nature think- of the market? I think it's I think it's the nature of the market. I think you know we're seeing a lot of changes right now. The TV industry we're living in a golden age of TV. There's never been as many great TV shows on at at the same time as what we've seen in the last, you know, 3 to 5 years. And but you know there's an argument to be said about that. Some are saying that we have too many shows right now and that means really good shows struggle to find an audience because there aren't enough people out there. And something's got to give. Well, it just means that the people making the great shows have to keep making them great. And have to keep making them better and find new ways to to be able to market and be able to reach you know this this younger generation that's coming up that that um, uh, that may not have ever had cable, certainly not as adults. And I mean, you know, cord cord cutters and and all the you know all, all of these things that are happening right now. Rev- Present change. What Netflix has done with its original programming, what Amazon has done with its original programming, HBO now uh, untethering itself from the cable and satellite companies. Uh, Apple supposedly working on original programming of its own uh, that would likely be tied with its streaming service. Hulu and uh, Hulu Plus doing this new thing that they're doing. These, these, this is everyone trying to find something that's going to work, and some of them won't. We have Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer here. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to produce an endless supply of nano-sized silver solutions right from the convenience of your home. Silver Lungs. With the addition of our unique lung delivery system, respiratory infections are targeted directly, where traditional oral administration simply cannot reach. This pioneering method also preserves the original particle sizes and delivers your silver solution directly into the bloodstream. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. 
Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey System. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. On the average, Americans work between 45 to 50 years hoping to build up enough wealth to retire and live out their golden years. Unfortunately, with taxation, the rising cost of food, energy, housing, and medical, many retirees are forced to live below the poverty line. Is this a flaw free enterprise, or is our monetary unit we call the Federal Reserve Note forcing us into perpetual debt, ensuring inflation and higher taxes? These questions and more can be answered by reading G. Edward Griffin's book, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Congressman Ron Paul states it's what every American needs to know about central bank power. A gripping adventure into the secret world of international banking cartel. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I will give a silver dollar from the early 1900s to anyone who purchases this book. Call 1-800-686-2237 and order a copy today. It's critical that the public be made aware of the system. Call and order your copy today at 1-800-686-2237. That's 1-800-686-2237. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com. At 1 800 831 0771 for a free consultation. That's 800 831 0771. Hi, my name is Scott Fuchs, teacher and rowing coach for over 14 years. I was sluggish, overweight, on prescription drugs, and only 30-something. Fortunately, I was referred to Dr. Z, and happy to say Dr. Z's all-natural protocols over a consistent course resolved my health issues. I'm in the best shape of my life, and most importantly, on zero medications. I'm Dr. Zdanowski author of Evology, trained as a primary care physician, surgical manipulation under anesthesia, expert in nutrition, diet, weight loss, immune system, and I specialize in chiropractic. My 15 years of professional experience has taught me the four keys to vibrant health, a balanced muscular skeletal system, an integrated nervous system, a flowing lymphatic system, and a body filled with over 90 essential nutrients. This has been a secret too long. Actualize your potential, reverse disease. Call me, Dr. Z. 201-945-1177-201-945-1177 EvolveYourself.com We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Live with Gene Steinberg, it's the Tech Night Owl, because you never know what's going to happen next. Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer, I'm Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Owl Live. We're talking about 
the cord cutting, how the TV networks are changing the rules. Now, the question I have about Apple's subscription TV service here is whether Apple will choose to do what they do with Dish Network Sling TV, which is a reduced set of cable channels and maybe a few premium options or something. And there's also a report that Apple wants to get the local stations involved somehow. The other thing is here, where Apple could make a breakthrough would be a limited a la carte menu, which is something the cable companies have resisted and something that I guess the entertainment companies, the content providers have resisted. And maybe that's why it's taking so long for Apple to get a deal, which is we'll give you a choice of limited packages or just individual channels, build 20, build 30, whatever it is, and you have a basic price and maybe a slightly higher price if you go for premium. Of course, that's the ultimate deal right there. I mean, I'm considering the situation here where I look at the cable stations I watch, local stations, cable, premium, whatever. There's a dozen stations there. But to get those dozen stations, I have to get many, many more times that amount. Now, the other argument you could say is, well, if you have all that variety, maybe you'll accidentally discover a treasure among all the other stations, see something you missed, and add that to your viewing pleasure, like USA Network, which used to be a place where you just had repeats, and then years ago they came out with original programming like Monk with Tony Shalab, that great comedy drama. What's your opinion? I love Monk. I thought it was a great show. Point being, will Apple try to get a la carte? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I, I believe that Apple's goal has been to offer an a la carte service of some sort. The legacy and established TV industry is, is, is very against that. And that's mainly because the cable companies are against that. And because the cable companies are against it, the studios are against it because they don't want to lose um, a system that is currently making them a lot of money. But we're seeing uh, an acceleration of people cutting those cords and turning to the internet for all of the entertainment. And that's what Apple wants to bring forward, I think. And I believe that the way they want to do it is with an a la carte service, a build your own a la carte service. It makes a lot of sense for the consumers. It makes a lot of sense for Apple to want to deliver this to you. I think it's the way of the future, to be honest. And what they could also do here is maybe as part of the a la carte they provide a few more at random for you to sample. So maybe you want to change the offering every so often. This sure. would give new networks or previously undiscovered networks a chance to shine in the sun. But I'll tell you something. If Apple could offer that, and Cox Cable has recently increased our bandwidth cap, so maybe it's workable. And now Comcast, I think, is it Comcast? is offering for a slightly higher fee, unlimited bandwidth. If we're moving in that direction, it creates the climate for these systems to succeed. If Apple offered, say, for 40 bucks a month, any channels I want, that dozen I want, including maybe a premium or two, I go for it in a heartbeat. Sure. Sure. I think a lot of people would. You know, uh, certainly that 30 to 40 channel range, you know, the vast majority of channels that are on anyone's cable package are channels that are never viewed. A lot of that stuff is is just filler content, and it exists to make someone money. I'm not exactly sure how they do it, since since you know we don't necessarily want it. But uh, uh, that stuff's going to change, and the internet is going to be the driving force of that. And it's going to be companies like like Apple, maybe Google, maybe even Amazon, and and uh, Hulu. I'm not so sanguine about. 
But um, it's going to be these companies that actually bring this change. Well, right now you see the unbundling like with HBO and CBS has a separate service right there. So you're not locked into it. Still, the one thing I heard Apple wants to offer that I want is the local channels, Mm -hmm. you know, because I still want CW to see Flash and Arrow. And was it DC Legends of Tomorrow? I still want CBS for a host of shows. And I'm looking forward to Supergirl, by the way. I think it's going to be a fun show. But there are shows on CBS, such as Scorpion, that I like. NBC has The Blacklist. And ABC has Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You get the point. I want to see those basic networks. And I want to see the other six or eight cable networks, including USA, Sci-Fi, FX, TNT, BBC America, one or two others. And I'll add to that that I want the Science Channel, History Channel, History 2, Discovery, and uh, maybe the Animal Planet, maybe National Geographic. I, I, I eat that stuff up, especially while I'm working. There are a lot of people that want just exactly that. And I, I think that Apple's going to try to deliver that to us. I don't think they have the deal someplace, and I don't think they're going to be announcing that on September 9th. If it is coming later this year, it'll the support for it will be built into the device that is announced on September 9th. I would agree here that this is something the networks and the cable satellite providers realize they've got to offer. They can't get away with these unlimited packages because they're not adding subscribers to a great degree. It's stagnant. Right now, what's happening is cable steals from satellites, satellite steals from cable. They're not growing the market. How do you exist in that market? It's not what Sling TV is, which is just basic cable that's streamed rather than fed through a satellite. That's all it is with Mm -hmm. less capability because there's no true DVR. And that's the other question for Apple. Does Apple offer a DVR option or just on demand so you have the choice of watching the show now or whenever you want? I think, and I have no evidence of this, I have no inside information, but, but, but my guess on that front is that Apple will take a hybrid approach. And with these streaming channels that you would be able to, to buy to, to get as an a la carte service, you would be able to peg a show that gets recorded, but it's not really recorded. Apple is just going to uh, allow you to, to stream it from iTunes from the same library that constitutes the iTunes store. So and it's not going to be recording so much as it's going to be putting a marker, reserving it, so when you want to watch it, you do. Yeah, and maybe downloading some of those sh- shows to your device. So like like I said, a, a limited form of a DVR uh, that, that leverages Apple's extensive investments in the cloud too. Um, that's that's the way, if, if, if I were Apple and, and I'm not, that's the way I would want to do it. All right. We'll have to see where that goes. Obviously, Apple is not going to do what's been done before because we don't need it. They have to provide an alternative for the service to succeed. And I guess we're both speculating on a la carte. Let's take a look at the iPhone. So right now, this is the story. Apple's going to use a slightly or somewhat stronger aluminum 7000 alloy with zinc or something to make it sturdier so you can't bend it in your back pocket or something like that. It's going to be a wee bit larger, less than two millimeters larger. And the issue being here, force touch, is that what's going to do it? Um, Is that what's going to do what? I didn't follow. Is that what's going to do what? I don't follow. Okay, is that 
force touch be the thing that makes it a wee bit bigger? It could be. It could be additional battery space. It. I mean, I, I, honestly, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I really have an opinion on that. Hmm. Who knows what's going to happen there? So you think though that the rumors have been pretty much on the mark that this is what we're going to expect? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. Um, like I said, there's just too many fingers in in Apple's pie. And, uh, you know, the stuff leaks when it comes to hardware, the stuff leaks. And uh, for the last, I don't know, five years, probably, we have gotten a very accurate look at what Apple is going to announce hardware wise in the four to 12 weeks leading up to an event. You know, keep in mind, anything that Apple is going to ship, any kind of phone in particular, any kind of phone or iPad, even the Apple TV, anything that Apple is going to ship in the next three weeks has been being manufactured and made for the last three months. You know, they've been ramping up production all this time. And that's, that's why we know the answers. Brian yeah. Chaffin is here. More to come on the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. This is Dan Pillard. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Do you owe the IRS money? Has the IRS garnished your wages or put a lien against your house? The IRS has the power to make you pay back what they claim you owe and will stop at nothing to collect. There is a solution. Call Signature Tax now. Speak with our professionals and feel the weight of your tax burden lifted from your shoulders. Call now for your free and confidential analysis. 800-481-3147. Again, that's 800-481-3147. 800-481-3147. The human body is more than 60% water. Your brain and muscles are 75% water. And your blood is 92% water. Water is vital to your body, and alkalizing your water is the key to keep it running at its best. 
AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops keep your entire body healthy, boosts energy, promotes weight loss, and even fights cancer. Call 800-518-7615 or go to AlkaVision.com to find out more. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to NutraMedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutral the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. know what's going to happen next well here's the tech night owl live with gene steinberg before we get back with brian chaffin of the mac observer and by the way Avram pilch of the laptop magazine is joining us a little bit later before we continue, let's talk about Tech Night Out Plus. Tech Night Out Plus is a way to get the ad-free version of this show, higher quality audio, and in the not-too-distant future, after Labor Day in a week or two, we'll offer a Tech Night Out Minute exclusively to Tech Night Out Plus subscribers. Go to plus.technightowl.com, P-L-U-S.technightowl.com. We've been talking about the iPhone, the iPhone 6S, the iPhone 6S Plus, and as Brian says, these devices have been manufactured for a while yet, and therefore the supply chain knows there aren't going to be too many surprises. But if we look at the advent here, iPhone, possibly Apple TV, is that it? If there's going to be a new iPad or an iPad Pro with a larger screen that moves off to October? I suspect that th- this will be the same sort of uh, the same sort of iPhone and iPad event uh, with the Apple TV stuff that we've seen that we've seen in the past. You know, if Apple's going to break anything off, it's usually going to be the Mac stuff where, that becomes its own show, um, its own media event. So I imagine that we're going to see. And, and the, you know, the thing that would change that would be Apple spending time on its streaming TV service. But we're told that the streaming TV service isn't ready to go. So yeah, I think I think we're still going to see uh, an, an iPad and a, um, of some sort, maybe the iPad Pro, 
Uh, one of the most interesting rumors has been that Apple won't announce the iPad Air 3, which is kind of a bummer for me personally, since I was looking forward to getting one. Um, but uh, I, I think we'll see new iPads. I think we're, we're going to see this new iPhone. We're going to see the Apple TV and the Mac stuff. El Capitan and, and the Mac will be pushed off to uh, something later this September or in October. Well, you know, to me, I would think that some kind of minor refresh for the iPad Air 2 would be a given, you know, using an A9 processor, an A9X. That doesn't require a hell of a lot of engineering. Why would they not do that? I also don't see why Apple would clutter one event with all that stuff going on. You know, get the iPhone out of the way, get the Apple TV out of the way. Wait, you think the addition of an Apple TV suddenly makes the iPad too too much? That doesn't make any sense. Well, the other thing is here is, does that product deserve a separate presentation? It's like a Mac. It's just a minor refresh. If it's a minor refresh, why give a second event? But if you want to have an iPad Pro, that would deserve more than just a minor refresh. That's why I thought this would go off through October. Well, you know, I... It's possible. It's possible that that uh, that the reason why we're not going to get an iPad Air three is because of the iPad Pro, and that makes more sense to me than Apple moving iPad to its own event, unless Apple's going to do um, two events. So, you know, with Apple releasing iOS nine and showing us more of iOS nine, and probably showing us improvements to. Um, uh, to Apple Music and also showing us improvements to Watch OS, uh, I I think you've got this iOS umbrella that makes sense to do it all in one show. Breaking off the iPad doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. It it, it we're going to have an iOS nine media event and that's going to include some new iPad hardware as well as new iPhones, something with Apple TV and uh, possibly Watch OS too. Okay, lots of stuff for this event, I'll tell you. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, it doesn't it just doesn't it doesn't sound like it's All right. too much well, to me. Will Apple do everything? What is Apple going to do? Let's move on to some other subjects very briefly here before we go. On. Okay. And I want to just hit this here on the surface here. There's a story quoting someone who works with iTunes, iTunes International, that Apple is working on cleaning up the glitches in Apple Music. That they admit it is encouraging. What do you think? I find it very interesting. And uh, I, I did write about this that this week. Um, so the guy that spoke, his name is, uh, let me actually pull up his name. His last name is Shusher, Shusher. Don't know how to pronounce it. That's C H U S S E R, and he is the vice president of iTunes International. And I think one reason why he spoke is because Ian Rogers, who was in charge of Apple Music, who was a Beats music um, employee when Apple bought Beats Electronics, Ian Rogers left Apple this week to go to LVMH which is a luxury brand that owns a lot of different luxury brands. So it's a luxury holding company. And um, I don't think it's any coincidence whatsoever that, that Mr. Schuscher spoke to the guardian the same week that Ian Rogers was learned to have left. And 
part of his message was, you know, that that, that Apple is definitely acknowledging that there are some problems, that they're committed to fixing it, that they're listening to customers about it, um, and that uh, they don't care about subscriber numbers, that Apple Music is a long-term play. And I think that's the part in particular that, that is meant to address Ian Rogers' departure, that Apple looks at Apple Music as a long-term play. They're not concerned about short-term subscribers. They're concerned about getting it right. And to get it right, they're actually listening to customers. So when the media comes in there and says, well, 11 million people, that's not a lot. They need 30 million. Well, well says who? Says them. You know, I, well, well, with them, we don't listen to them, but them does all that stuff. That's not even grammatical, but you know my point. I, I do. And we don't them know what that Apple's, do. We don't know what Apple's goals were or Apple's targets. Um, uh, the reality is that Apple has so much money that that the number of subscribers that it has in the short term just doesn't matter. The, what does matter is Apple being able to get all this stuff right. And I'm one of those people that thinks that the Apple Music interface leaves a lot to be desired. That the iTunes, the current iTunes interface leaves a lot to be desired. It's very, very frustrating to me. And I want Apple to get this stuff right. And as long as Apple is committed to getting it right, I have no doubt that it can. And uh, and that's what we were getting from Mr. Schuster, is that Apple is working on all this stuff. And when you look at it, though, having 11 million members the first month, and if two-thirds stay, that's a pretty good start. That's now, a, yeah, it's great. Stuff. what is it going to be like in September? What's going to be like when promotion really, really gets big? What will Apple report September 30th, three months later? If they have 20 or 30 million and two-thirds are there, Apple has already matched Spotify. It's true. And, of course, Apple may not announce anything. Apple hasn't committed to giving subscriber numbers to this. Well, they gave us 11 million. They gave us that, but they haven't committed to doing it all the time. That was just the initial number. I mean, we still don't know, for instance, the number of Apple Watches that Apple has sold. So, you know, it's... It's it's possible, and it wouldn't be September 30th, of course. That's that's when the quarter ends, and, and it'll be about three weeks later that Apple actually announces it numbers, its numbers sometime in October. Um, but uh, uh, I think that if Apple Music continues to do well, that this is something that Apple will tout. And in part because it, it does want to, uh, it wants to embarrass the other companies, the other, you know, Spotify, Pandora iHeartRadio, all the others. So Apple wants to, to, to do this. They want to do it right. They want streaming music to work for the industry, and they want it to work for their customers. And also, if Apple can deliver numbers that blow away the competition or match Spotify in terms of paid users or exceed them by a few million, you know they'll tell you. It won't be a secret. Well, yeah, it's true. Which, again, kind of brings me back to the Apple Watch. If Apple Watch was selling like gangbusters. I, I think that uh, I think that Apple would have told us. But yeah, if if Apple Music does well in Apple's viewpoint, I think that Apple will tell us. Okay. Let's see where that leads us here with Apple Music. Now, I want to ask you quickly here as we progress to our next segment, what features in Apple Music totally don't make it for you and what could apple do as they're making these changes as obviously they're promising here what can apple possibly do to fix up apple music so it's going to work and is there something that they can do 
to encourage more people to subscribe. I don't know what the potential is here. You know, we're looking at Spotify with 20 million paying members and 75 million users, but they've been around for what, seven years, eight years? Apple's been around for, you know, just a little over two months with Apple Music. So what is the potential? Brian Schaffin of the Mac Observer is here. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. Do you owe the IRS money? Do you have years of unfiled returns? Has the IRS garnished your wages or put a lien against your house? The IRS has the power to make you pay back what they claim you owe and will stop at nothing to collect. If you are losing sleep over your IRS tax problem, there is a solution. Call Signature Tax now. Speak with our professionals and feel the weight of your tax burden lifted from your shoulders. Call 800-643-4661 for your free and confidential analysis on ending your tax nightmare. We can help get your life back on track and give you the fresh start you deserve. Our A-plus BBB-rated tax resolution team has over 125 years of combined experience to get you the best deal possible while stopping the IRS dead in their tracks. Call Signature Tax now at 800-643-4661. Call 800-643-4661. Again, that's 800-643-4661. 800-643-4661. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we asked that singular question here. How far can Apple Music go? Apple has 800 million or some odd iTunes accounts. So 11 million is a drop in the bucket, but how big is the bucket? The bucket is enormous. Remember that the Apple Music is coming to Android. It's not has not been released yet for Android, but it's coming supposedly this fall. It's actually one of the things that uh, that uh, Mr. Schuster said to the Guardian. The Bucket for streaming music is enormous. It is probably the totality of the future when it comes to the music industry, um, except of course hipsters who are still going to want cassettes and and LPs, and you know eventually CDs will enter into uh, hipster territory too. But the vast majority of the world is going to be streaming music. This is the way things are going. That's why it's important for Apple to have a piece of this, and it was also why it was important for Apple 
to get it right from a financial standpoint, both for itself, the artists, and the the labels who run the infrastructure that makes most of this music possible. Well, the thing is here, of course, is that you have a choice with Apple. You see, with Spotify, it's just subscriptions. If you decide you want to really buy an album no matter what and having resources of 30 million songs, you could still do it with iTunes and still subscribe. I think where the confusion may arise, though, is the integration or separation for iTunes Match. Shouldn't iTunes Match be phased out or what? Yeah, iTunes Match should be phased out. And, and, and the, the interface for all of it needs to be dramatically improved. And that, I think, is the biggest shortcoming. You asked me originally which features I didn't like. And I like all of the features of Apple Music. What I don't like is the interface for using most of them. It's a, it's a messy interface that is confusing. And it's too hard to find some things. And it's too hard to use some of the features. And that's the thing that Apple has to fix. And it's what Mr. Schuster said that they're committed to doing. Well, we have to see this, and we have to see where it goes. I think if Apple quickly supplants Spotify, which, remember, has taken years to get where it is, it's really going to be important. And remember also, Spotify has not even been proven to be a profitable enterprise. They're still living on venture capital, aren't they? Yeah, Spotify and Pandora both have found it very difficult to make a profit. That, you know, Their business models are, are largely flawed, but I don't, I don't think this is a zero-sum zero game. I don't think it's like Apple has to crush Spotify or make them go away. As a matter of fact, I don't think that Apple will do that. There are too many Apple haters out there. Uh, Spotify is going to continue to have customers. Pandora is going to continue to have customers. Now, a lot of the fringe, a lot of the smaller streaming services are going to suffer from Apple's entry into the market. And we can assume that Google at some point will be very, very serious about this as well. And Amazon could become very, very serious about this uh, too. You know, all of those these big companies are going to make it very difficult for the small companies to exist. You know, I, the, the the funny thing is is that is that Apple actually has gotten a lot of praise for the services. Beats One in particular, this is the 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 radio show, for lack of a better term, that Apple is producing for twelve hours a day currently, uh, with live DJs, programmed shows. That, that that have won enormous accolades. It's like, you know, Apple is making radio relevant in the age of the internet, and that's a huge accomplishment. And I think that's one of the things that, that Apple has over its competition. And anyone who's going to want to be serious about streaming music is probably going to have to be able to do something to match it. And Apple is certainly heavily committed to music. That's where they bought Beats. They didn't buy Beats just for fancy overpriced headphones. No, it really does seem more and more like uh, that Apple bought Beats for uh, Jimmy Iovine, Dr. Dre, Trent Reznor, and Beats Music, and Ian Rogers, who's now gone. Uh, and 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 you know the Beats Music concept uh, and the way they were approaching all this stuff, you know, a lot of what Beats Music was was doing has survived as Apple Music, and uh, and it's those things that are actually winning um, uh, praise from uh, from customers and critics alike. So we assume then that the things that aren't working are the features that Apple screwed up. Well, again, my biggest beef is the interface. And yeah, Apple has screwed up the interface. It's, it's not the services themselves. I, don't know, I guess there, there have been some complaints about uh, Apple Music, uh, more specifically the uh, what is it, iTunes iCloud library, messing up people's music libraries. That's certainly a problem. But those problems haven't been widespread at the very least. So... I think that the interface remains Apple's biggest challenge in Apple Music. They've 
got to make it make sense. Okay. Apple Music. I don't know if you saw this article, Brian. I'll acquaint you with it. We all both know Johnny Evans, the Appleholic from Computer World. Yep, he's awesome. He's awesome. He's going to be on the show again soon. He's been really busy, and he's one of our favorites. So there, and he also sounds like the late Bob Hoskins when he talks. Always important. You guys sound like Bob Hoskins or, yeah. or someone. Anyway, so he has a theory in computer world where now Apple is making this huge push to the enterprise. They're working with IBM. They're working with Cisco. That maybe Apple would open up, this gets to be complicated, would open up OS X to work in a virtual machine environment, not just on a Mac as it can now with Parallels Desktop and VMware Fusion, but on selected Windows boxes strictly as a virtual machine. I don't understand that. You read the article, did you? I did not, but I certainly understand what you just said. I mean, the notion would be that uh, so right now a lot of what is done with virtualization is running uh, an instance of Windows or running an instance of of Linux or or uh, Unix uh, on either a PC or a Mac or sometimes even another Linux box. And the idea is that you is is you know it's sometimes it's for security, sometimes it's just so that you can have multiple PCs running in a secure environment. Um, sometimes it's just so that you can run software from another operating system. And there's lots of different reasons to do this. Uh, the idea that Apple would cooperate with someone wanting to virtualize OS X on um, non-Apple hardware, well, that could be very useful in the enterprise space. And I don't know that it would necessarily conflict with the idea that Apple doesn't let anyone else make hardware for for uh, the Mac. As a matter of fact, one of the main reasons why this probably hasn't come up before is that no one wanted to run this. You know, people weren't clamoring to run OS X apps on their PCs. It just wasn't much of an issue. It's not anything that Steve Jobs ever had to address one way or the other. But it is increasingly becoming something that 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 uh, Apple may may want to address, as as iOS and OS X both become ever more popular in the enterprise space. I am wondering about all this myself. I don't think it makes sense for Apple to offer OS X in anything but a Mac. Now, Johnny's theory here is that offering it as a virtual machine would improve the market for Macs, but I don't believe that. If you're getting really good performance, why buy a Mac? Why bother with that? Just use well, OS ten there. You're probably not going to get... I mean, whenever you're emulating uh, an environment or, or producing producing a virtual environment that's running an operating system within another operating system, you're taking a performance hit. Uh, the main reason to do this is, is for convenience sake. For instance... Um, IT managers managing Macs remotely through a virtual environment. That's actually something that 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 makes a lot of sense. And if Apple is able to, um, if Apple is able to sell copies of OS X without it threatening hardware sales, that's that is probably a, a, a fairly solid financial win for the company right but you worry here whether history will repeat itself because we know listeners and i know maybe not all of you know this listeners but apple experimented with licensing 
the Mac OS back in the mid-90s. And so companies arose that offered Macs in terms of the operating system with very cheap computers. Not as elegant as Apple's. And Apple was not making the best computers in those days, but certainly a lot better than the competition. But what happened is they nearly gutted Apple's most profitable market by being cheaper and offering similar features and capabilities. We've got more to talk about here with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Honey, why are there fish swimming in our bathtub? Aren't they cute? You need more omega-3s, and those fish oil pills with toxins and heavy metals are scary. So I'm making fish oil from scratch. Oh boy, didn't I tell you I'm ordering Nutrigold fish oil? It's exceptionally pure. That's what they all say. No, really. Nutrigold's fish oil is concentrated from pure cold water fish straight off the Alaskan coast and manufactured right here in the USA. Well, cold Alaskan waters are much more pristine than the polluted waters that other fish oils are sourced from. That's what I'm saying. And it's five-star certified to meet international purity, potency, and freshness standards. Well, that sounds even better. Great. I'll be in my office ordering a few bottles. If I order now on www.fishoil.best, I can save $5 using the promo code MYFISHOIL. Um, honey, why are there bees in my office? Get rid of those fish burps for good. Go to Nutrigold's U.S.-made fish oil products by going to www.fishoil.best and get $5 off by entering MYFISHOIL at checkout. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare? Having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. 
You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom106.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number 106.com. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom106.com. The human body is more than 60% water. Your brain and muscles are 75% water. And your blood is 92% water. Water is vital to your body, and alkalizing your water is the key to keep it running at its best. AlkaVision Plasma pH drops keep your entire body healthy, boosts energy, promotes weight loss, and even fights cancer. Call 800-518-7615 or go to AlkaVision.com to find out more. That's ALKAVision.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. On the Tech Night Now Live, one more segment with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. Then we're joined by Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. Let's progress here. So I'm acquainting you listeners with the fact that Apple tried Mac OS cloning, and these companies came out with cheaper Macs. So if Apple allows you to sell and install OS X on another computer, very likely a cheaper computer, Apple is throwing away part of the market, but also part of the elegance, where right now you get maximum compatibility because Apple controls the software and the hardware. And even if they provide OS X to work on a limited number of PC options, that complicates matters. Well, so, all right. So first of all, let's actually go back to the Clone Wars of the 90s. The cloners really got themselves into trouble when they started making this, in particular, power computing and to a lesser extent, Motorola, when they started making computers that were not only cheaper than Apple's, uh, but were faster. That's really when Apple started to get tense. And then, of course, Steve came back and, and right about the same time and killed the entire uh, thing, and, and he was right to do so. But there are worlds of difference between the cloning debacle of the 90s and the idea of licensing OS X for virtualization to the enterprise market. You're able to, with... No one is going to be buying a PC to run OS X in a virtualized environment to replace a Mac. It, that's not just not going to happen. What what is much more likely to happen is, like I said, it would be used to remotely administer Macs. It might be uh, used for testing, might be used for compatibility testing, for development testing, that sort of thing. But it's not going to be for you know people doing you know, spreadsheets and layout and, and Photoshop work um, through through virtualization. Virtualization just isn't fast enough to do that. I don't I don't really think that that um, Apple would that, that that Macs would be under much threat from that. In addition to that, if Apple controls the license in such a way that it is only virtualization, or maybe even that it was only virtualization that can be used for some of the things I just described. Apple again can can control um, control the distribution without worrying about uh, it hitting the the Mac hardware market hard. 
Now, the other theory that Johnny voiced, and we'll get into that next time he's on the show, is that maybe it would help improve Mac sales because it introduces, in a testing environment, OS X, and people really like it, and they want to experience the full the full performance potential of the Mac, they will buy real Macs. Yeah. Apple's entry into the enterprise market is actually, it's, it's, it's been just astounding. There was once upon a time where you, you know, no IT manager on the, on the planet would be caught dead with the Mac. And none of them wanted any Macs for their users to have Macs. They, they, they hated Mac users in part because Mac users didn't need them. And and because they didn't know anything about them, and and they couldn't wield the same kind of power. I mean, there's just all kinds of psychological things that were going on back back in the day. But starting with the iPhone, when the as the iPhone got bigger and bigger and bigger, and people started using iPhones instead of Blackberries, and taking their own iPhones to work, and all that sort of stuff was just you know spreading Apple all throughout the enterprise space. Mac started selling too, and companies were were finally grokking the fact that they could save money by having Macs because they had lower support costs. You know, all of the things that that, that we Mac fans were screaming about during the '90s and the in the early 2000s finally actually came to be. And if Apple is going to license virtualization, it's because they they know that there is a demand for it. There is an actual market need for that kind of service, and that it would benefit Apple to to do it. You know, Apple is very very careful about such things, and um, I'm not I'm not trying to say that, that that if Apple does it, therefore it's great, but if Apple does it, therefore it's great. <laughs> so long and short of it here. Do you think Apple would allow the use of OS X in a limited virtual machine environment on Windows? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's it's a great idea if done correctly, and and if anyone's going to do it correctly, to be Apple, maybe Apple with a partnership with IBM makes a lot of sense to me. Well, if it's done, it would have to be done with a lot of checks and balances and controls. It wouldn't be something that would be done full blown. It would have to be a very very limited rollout. See what happens with the consideration if it doesn't work maybe in a year or so and max sales are hurt aren't improving stop it yeah sure that's what he said yeah apple's if apple does this they're going to do it smart i like it it's it, to me like i said it's great it's it's a great idea with a lot of potential and i don't think it would threaten the mac hardware business it could be just a thing to make apple ever more important in the enterprise space kudos to johnny evans well, just looking at it this way, folks, I still don't agree with it completely, but, you know, I'm open-minded. We'll see what Apple does. But certainly you have to be interested in how Apple is working with IBM, and the Apple-IBM partnership has now expanded to working with Cisco on integrating network hardware and Apple's presence in the enterprise. And this comes at an interesting time when PC sales are going down, it's not at all certain that Windows 10 will make a difference. They say, well, look, 75 million downloaded Windows 10 in the first month. Yeah, but it's a free download to existing PCs. It's not selling PC hardware because you don't need a new PC to get Windows 10. You don't need to buy it. It's free on a recent PC running Windows 7 or Windows 8. So yeah, It's an apology for, for Windows 8. Right. Really you see, we don't agree that Obama necessarily went on an apology tour, but Microsoft has. Windows 10 is saying, Windows 8, we screwed up. Here's Windows 10, which is what Windows 8 maybe should have been. 
in another lifetime. Yeah. Sit in a nutshell. Can't add anything to that. And I should tell you about virtual machines. We use an app called the Levelator to process files for the show to fix up the levels and make them more consistent. That app doesn't work in OS ten El Capitan. They stopped development of the Levelator, which is free, a couple of years ago. It's not certain they will ever fix the problems with El Capitan. But I could sit here with El Capitan and operate Levelator from a Windows 10 virtual machine environment using Parallels Desktop or VMware Fusion using the drag-and-drop capabilities and the integration with the operating systems without having to worry about that. If they don't make it compatible, well, who cares? Hooray. But that's a solution right there. And it's a valid reason why people run a virtual machine, mm-hmm. say with Windows, because they need to run something they can't run on the Mac. And right now, the virtual machine makers have done such things to integrate the operating systems that you barely notice they're there. Except when you look at the name of the icon in the dock and it says levelator.exe, then you know it's there. Brian Chaffin, please tell our listeners where they can find more of the stuff you do. I am the editor-in-chief at MacObserver.com. You can find me on Twitter at TM O'Brien, and that's Brian with a Y. Brian Chaffin, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. It's always great. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you owe the IRS money? Has the IRS garnished your wages or put a lien against your house? The IRS has the power to make you pay back what they claim you owe and will stop at nothing to collect. There is a solution. Call Signature Tax now. Speak with our professionals and feel the weight of your tax burden lifted from your shoulders. Call now for your free and confidential analysis. 800-481-3147. Again, that's 800-481-3147. 800-481-3147. Okay, open your mouth and say, ah. Ah. When your child has a sore throat, you need to know when to get help. The doctor-recommended Say Ah Sore Throat Exam is your solution. The scientifically designed oral retractor offers a clear view of the throat, relaxing the tongue and minimizing gag reflex. Compare with a medical-grade chart, website, and app. Then you'll know just what to tell your doctor. A wellness plan in your hands in minutes. Go to sayahnow.com. Sayahnow.com, the new mainstay for every family's first aid kit. Sciatica, lower back pain, hip pain, poor posture. If you suffer from any of these problems, get ready to relax. Introducing an amazing product that's been in the market for over 25 years, the Sacro Wedgie. It was invented by a football coach using a common sense osteopath technique. He created this device to help his athletes by isolating and supporting the sacrum, which is the keystone of our anatomy. This wedge-shaped bone is in the center of our hips, where a lot of pain starts. Simply relax 20 minutes daily on the amazingly simple Sacro Wedgie and let Gravity do the work, helping muscles rebalance and start releasing nerves. Sit in the sacro wedgie at the computer or while traveling to help correct posture to finally help relieve those stubborn aches and pains for only $33.95. It's made in the USA, so click the family-owned website at sacrowedgie.com, spelled S-A-C-R-O-W-E-D-G-Y.com, or call 1-800-737-9295. That's 1-800-737-9295. Relax your back pain away with the sacro wedgie. 
Turn on the news and you'll hear stories of natural disasters, political unrest, and financial crisis. In times of uncertainty, how will you take care of your family's most basic needs? Food Insurance, America's most trusted provider of freeze-dried emergency food, has solutions that fit your family's needs and budget. Our meals are delicious, nutritious, and come with a guaranteed 25-year shelf life. For a limited time, we are sending a free freeze-dried meal to all listeners of this program. Go to foodinsurance.com and request your free meal today. That's foodinsurance.com. Making the right decisions is a challenge to investors. Are we going to see economic growth, slide into a recession, or at worst, depression? Hi, Ted Anderson from Midas Resources. We all know when a company acts irresponsibly, divesting ourselves in a move towards safety is prudent. When the market becomes volatile, U.S. Treasuries are a safe haven. But what do you do when the U.S. government overextends itself and spends beyond its means? Many investors are turning toward gold as a common-sense alternative to traditional paper investments. Midas Resources has put together a powerful book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, discussing costs, benefits, risks, featuring full-color illustrations, weights, and measures. The book is free and can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. Paper investments are dwarfed by gold's 6,000-year history. Discover how gold may be right for you and your IRA by calling 800-686-2237. Whether buying or it's time for you to sell, the book is free. Call 800-686-2237. Hey, Berkey guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey System. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine, where he's online editorial director, is with us. And I can't tell you what time in the evening we're doing this. It's well past my bedtime. I'm joking. Because we're three hours apart. I'm in Arizona, which is three hours behind New York City. And the secret location in the Montauk project where he is right now. But seriously speaking, we know that on September 9th, my birthday, Apple is going to have their special event. So do you expect any surprises? Mm, Yeah, possibly. I mean, I think we will learn more about the future of the Apple Watch. The future of the Apple Watch? How so? Well, there's a possibility they'll release the second version of the watchOS. I think there's also a possibility that, although this hasn't been heavily rumored, but I think, you know, this is certainly would be a surprise if they showed another watch. You know, also the common thought is that they're going to come out with a new TV box. All right. So watchOS, I guess that's not a surprise because we know that that went into beta the same time OS 10, El Capitan and iOS 9. So it would be a given that it would be out sometime probably in September. Yep. And also that Apple wants to get those things moving. Let's look at the Apple TV box. And just to let you know, we talked about that somewhat with our previous guest, Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. A couple of things here that trouble me about it. And one is they claim, the rumors anyway, we're dealing with something that's not released yet, that Apple will not at the start offer support for 4K. 
But it seems to me the TV industry is moving heavily in that direction. Why would they do that? Well, that may be true, but there's very little content. There's very little 4K content available. It eats up a lot of bandwidth. And not that many people have 4K TVs. So Apple is, if they're known for anything, they're known for not uh, embracing a technology until it's well uh, into the mainstream or at least very ready for the main, for, for prime time. And they might not consider 4K to be ready for prime time. Remember, Apple was like a year or two later than than Google in embracing 4G. Well, also, it's a question of the technology, the chips, how what it takes to decode. Now, obviously, Apple is supporting 4K in some MacBooks. In, of course, the iMac with the 5K Retina display, you can edit a 4K video with the menus around it. So certainly in terms of production of 4K, they're right there. As far as the marketing of 4K, my impression looking at the TV industry is there going to be a big push for TV sets, affordable 4K sets this fall. Already you can buy several models for under $1,000. There is supposed to be a 4K Blu-ray format that'll be available for the holiday season. A limited amount of 4K is there from Amazon Instant Video and from Netflix. So if the technology is there, I suppose Apple could do it. Now, one report I heard, maybe you can give a comment on this, was that Apple will have the hardware and maybe they want to refine the software so it will appear a little bit later. I mean, that's quite possible that they're, that they're future-proofing it. But at the same time, you know, Apple is really good at figuring out what features they can get away with putting off till next year. You know, Apple was like two years behind in coming out with a 1080p screen on their phones. You know, they'll serve no wine before it's time. They'll they'll embrace no technology until they feel that they can roll it out um, and get an out of the box experience that day that is to their standards. So I think uh, it just leaves room for them to iterate again, either with software or with a new TV box the year after. Now, looking at the stories I've seen, and you've seen the same ones, supposedly it will be more expensive than the current model. I don't mean that $69 now for the current model. I mean the original price of $99. they are talking of $149 or $199. What's your perception? You know, I, Apple, can, uh, Apple can afford to charge more. I guess it depends on what they're giving you, what they're giving you with the box. You know, I think that's the, that's the question. So what would they add with this box that would make it worth more? Remember, the Apple TV was 99 The top-end Roku is 99 The top-end Amazon Fire TV is 99 I think, you know, obviously, anything that they can do to, um, you know, to help you with the content, like their streaming, like the streaming service that they're supposedly, supp- allegedly working on, I think that could help original apple programming uh could help and so i think i think it will be i think it will be about the content if they can give you exclusive content that people want now apple apple's been known to make a mistake or two lately just look at apple music uh trying to kind of invent all kinds of extra features that people probably don't need or want like a 24-hour online radio station, uh, as if that was an innovation. So it's quite possible that 
the the hardware and software will be nothing special but apple will try to sell people on the ecosystem and if all they have to offer are their own versions of our their own exclusive programming and they're going to try to put themselves up against netflix's original against daredevil and orange is the new black and house of cards you know we'll have to see how well they're how well they're able to do that uh, the supposedly exclusive content that they've given with apple music hasn't been very impressive well with beats one it's like going back in time to the 1960s with disc jockeys playing music so I don't know whether you like it or not. That remains to be seen. I know that there is an executive from iTunes International who is now saying Apple is going to be making improvements through the rest of the year, I guess, to address the concerns with the interface and such. One of my coworkers had a problem importing all his music, um, and he was a regular iTunes user. So... You know, everything's going to have bugs, but I think there I think there are two things that um, the consumers don't need any more of. We don't need any more streaming music services, and we probably don't need any more streaming video services unless they're going to really simplify cord cutting to the point where you can get all of your all of your shows for one price in one place uh, like Hulu is supposed to be, but actually isn't. Uh, but I can't imagine, even though Apple has a lot of clout, I can't imagine Apple being able to kind of get around some of the, the draconian restrictions that the, that the networks put on online content. Well, they're trying to cripple it, which is part of the problem. Now, right now we have Dish Network, Sling TV. Have you played with it? Uh, Sling, um, so interesting you should say this. One of my colleagues at work, Alex Kranz, uh, did a story recently for our, um, our other site, tomsguide.com, about, um, about, you know, legal cord, cord cutting and, you know, what, what, what it's like to be a cord cutter if you swear off of downloading things from BitTorrent, which I think a lot of cord cutters are, are really, you know, downloading pirated stuff. But when you're on the straight and narrow and you're, you know, using legal services, uh, cord cutting isn't quite as simple or inexpensive as people would make it seem. And um, she tried Sling TV and she was only able to stream a particular set of channels in real time, but not record them. So she said, you know, there was a there was a show she wanted to watch, and she had to like be home at eight p.m. to watch it. Uh, so, because of Sling TV, so um, I don't know if that's true of all the Sling services, but um, that's if so, that's pretty lame. Um, and then, you know, she also tried Hulu and uh, Amazon Prime and Netflix, and. Um, you know, and uh, I think she tried HBO. HBO was HBO Now. It's uh, Go and it's Now and it's Come and I don't know what's happening. I, think- I have to break. We have Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine trying to figure out streaming services and cord cutting. Um, Gene Steinberg, you're in the Tech Night How Live. <laughs> listening to GCN. 
sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Virtually anyone can hack your cell phone and track your calls, your texts, your emails, your every movement, but only if they can detect a signal. Stay one step ahead of hackers and Big Brother with a Block It Pocket, a custom-made pocket infused with pure silver that creates a complete Faraday enclosure for your cell phone. For free shipping to the lower 48, visit BlockItPocket.com or call 888-315-9618, BlockItPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Then get on board with the tax admiral and let us steer your way to financial freedom. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. They can freeze your bank accounts, seize your car, home, will garnish your paychecks and benefits. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I can fight for you using industry secrets that can help stop the IRS. I'll cut your penalties, slash your interest, and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company with over 30 years experience helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. And we have a 95% customer satisfaction rating. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS, are facing an audit, a lien, or levy, then call me right away. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. 
healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle live with Gene Steinberg. Now, the thing that impresses me or doesn't impress me about Sling TV, at least strikes me, is that you have the limitation of the DVR capability, Abram Pilch, but it's also no better than basic cable without the local stations, and supposedly they'll be adding the local stations later. I mean, I could sign up for Dish Network's cheapest package, which is maybe $10 more expensive than Sling TV. I get a DVR for a few extra dollars. If I sign up for one of these one- or two-year deals, it's even cheaper for a while, and then I can get my local stations too. And you can't do that with Sling TV. So it's crippled. And I don't see how customers are going to embrace a crippled service. If Apple's going to do this, and Apple can make the deals, Apple can't just offer a streaming version of what you can already get with your cable or satellite connection. It has to be something different or better. I have an idea, but I want to get your feedback first. You know, I think I, I think obviously if you if you can get all of the kind of basic cable channels in real time and on demand like you can with cable and you can do it for a lower price and be able to play shift with it, you know, more power to you. The people I know who are cord cutters, and there's a lot of people who are cord cutters, particularly tech-savvy people like the ones I work with and, and, and meet at events, whatever, they are having sort of a different television viewing lifestyle than I do, and that I think a lot of uh, folks, a lot of folks do. If if you grew up with TV or whatever, everything they watch is very deliberate. Oh, can I watch this on Hulu? Great. They um, they don't need to have an instant gratification. Oh, well, I better watch this now when it's on. No, I'll wait till tomorrow or a week from now when it shows up online. Um, or, you know, or or conversely, they're 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 pirating things. So I find personally that having um, cable or in my case right now, Fios, having a, a subscription service uh, to, to be a different type of TV viewing because it's like, okay, you know, I want to turn on the Yankee game now and watch it while it's live. My son wants to watch Nickelodeon. He doesn't want to watch a particular show on Nickelodeon right now we've got to launch it for him. I mean, sometimes he does, but sometimes we just turn on and he watches it with, with cord cutting. You can't just watch things. You can't just turn on TV while you're doing stuff. You've got to be very deliberate and purposeful in your viewing. Like, Oh wow. I'm going to sit right now and I'm going to watch this show because I have to pull it up and it's on demand. So, uh, and in the case of slang, maybe not even so, uh, I think you get a lot more freedom from right now from not cord cutting. 
but obviously cable and, and other services are quite are quite expensive, but not that expensive when you actually legally pay for everything you might want on streaming. Well, that's the problem, too. For streaming, you've got to basically subscribe to several services, not just one. And the thing, of course, that you miss, and this is why we get the factor of local TV with your basic networks, ABC, CBS, NBC, and CW, because I like the flash and arrow, of course. And that is appointment TV. At this hour, I know this show is on. Now, quite often now, you have to get the DVR that will record multiple things. So say you like Gotham, the second season of Gotham on Fox. But guess what? It's going to be on the same time as Supergirl on CBS. So you want to catch both, you need a DVR. Or watch two sets with one eye on one show and one eye on the (laughs) other show, which is crazy. Or as they did with the Supergirl pilot, it was leaked deliberately to the torrent sites with cord cutting if the services you subscribe to have those shows then you don't have a problem if hulu has both of them but you might have to wait till the next day when everyone when other people have seen it uh you might have to wait several days and there are some channels that are are really i think are really difficult to get through streaming i believe maybe i'm wrong i think amc is really hard to get through streaming uh, through legal streaming. There's just a lot of things where, or if you can stream them, you can only stream them if you have cable and they ask for your cable uh, password. So, uh, yeah, I don't think the networks want people to cord cut. Um, and even when they do something like HBO and Showtime are doing, it's it's really quite reluctant and, uh, reluctantly so. And I think you don't get as many as much programming if you get HBO now, get the one that it, you buy without cable. If you then you do with HBO Go, which is when you get, I think that's when you get when you have when you subscribe to HBO via cable. So it's it's like the networks are sort of really begrudgingly putting stuff on streaming. But if you want to get the content, you've got to pay for it. Now here's the dilemma of cable and satellite. It's not just the cost. It's and you've seen these articles, everyone writes them, I wrote one, 300 channels and nothing to watch. So to get everything you want, you've got to buy multiple tiers quite often. And so you have 300 stations. But what do you want? Well, I did a list the other day on a previous episode of the Tech Night Out Live, and I came up with maybe a dozen. And I'll repeat, listeners, what I want. CW, NBC, CBS, ABC, Sci-Fi Channel, BBC America, TNT, FX, USA Network, one or two others. It's a dozen. But to have that dozen, I've got to go through all sorts of nutty hoops. I don't want that. And the thing that has been a promise, and I thought the FCC was trying to force the cable providers to do this, was a la carte. And maybe that's the secret, the secret sauce with Apple. And it may be hard to get those deals, but Apple can deliver a lot of audiences, is give us a la carte, only give us the channels we want. Nothing more, nothing less. Charge a fair price, and I think people will come. I mean that that would be quite that would be quite good. I know that, for example, FiOS has some kind of a la carte thing, but by the time you buy the packages, it's actually more expensive to get the a la carte, and it's I don't think it's like one channel at a time; it's groups of channels. Uh, so it's so yes. 
companies have have said that they're doing a la carte and then not really lived up to uh, to the spirit of it. But yeah, I'm, it, it's funny though because about half the channels you mentioned are over the air channels. So if you bought a, an old fashioned antenna or a newfangled antenna, um, you would be able to get those over the air. Maybe but, if you live in the right place, but in Midtown Manhattan, you may have a problem even if you're close to the transmitter. If you're out in the distance, and I'm right now maybe 25 minutes from the center of Phoenix. If I put a digital antenna here, and I've tried it, I can maybe get 70% of the channels, and the rest of the reception is just not acceptable or consistent. So I'd have to put a roof antenna up. And to put up a roof antenna, I've got to call the landlord. Can I put a roof antenna? I've got to pay extra for the roof antenna and maybe have somebody climb to the roof and set it up. So to get that half of the channels, I've got to go through all that. Now I want to see the rest. I want to see Tyron on FX. I want to see sci-fi, which has some great new stuff, great new space opera shows. I want to do this. I've got to go through hoops to do it without a traditional cable satellite connection. Yeah, it's a it's a very fair criticism. There's not it's not easy enough to get to get what you want a la carte. You gotta you gotta pay and very often overpay. And even now, uh, with the package that my wife and I had, we had to make some difficult choices. There were a couple of channels, like maybe two channels that we're not getting now that would cost us fifteen dollars more a month to get the, to get BBC America, and we'd really like to have BBC America. But then I did the math. I was like, wow, that's, you know, $180 a year for BBC America. And all you want to watch is Doctor Who. I mean, there's actually a few shows in there I want to watch, but is it worth $180 a year? No, I could like wait until those shows come out on DVD or something and buy the DVD set, and it would still be cheaper than subscribing to BBC America for the whole year. That's the dilemma. And that's the thing that the cable companies have done to rope you in. They put these channels on different tiers so if you want to get the stuff you like to have you have to overbuy and of course you don't feel warm and fuzzy to the cable company when you're paying 100 or 150 dollars a month and i think right now a full direct tv package is like 165 and i assure you i won't do it if i had direct tv anymore because it's absurd and that's and could- the problem that's why people are not signing up in droves anymore the market is saturated. New subscribers aren't signing up. And they're begging for a solution. And I don't know what Tim Cook meant when he said that the living room takes him back in time. But maybe this is what Apple wants. We'll speculate about that and also the new products and about the iPad Pro. Will we see one with Avram Pilch? I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many 
formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. Many are in disbelief today after word of shocking allegations against a Minnesota-based talk syndication company known as GCN. It's claimed that they're the fourth largest talk syndication company in the U.S., making it even more scandalous that they've been accused of helping business owners expose themselves on a massive scale. Let's go live to Tom for more on this story. It's being called the greatest exposure of our lifetime, while other business owners are beginning to step forward claiming they, too, exposed themselves with the help of GCN. It's true. They're all guilty. Every last one of them. GCN helped me get the exposure my company needed. And just think, that was years ago. Today, GCN has like 700 affiliate stations and over 6 million downloads from iTunes and their website every month. Imagine the exposure your company can get. Expose your business to the masses. Email advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. GCN. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, of course, Avram Pilch is a normal married guy with a kid, and he has fairly normal tastes in TV, I suspect, based on talking with you. And to get what he wants with traditional cable satellite, it costs and costs. So what do you think, though? What is Apple going to offer? What's your feeling? If Apple can get this subscription service going, what's it going to be? I don't think they're going to be able. I I don't think, even with the influence they have, I don't think they're going to break the cable companies. Could they offer some things a la carte? Sure. I don't think it will be something that's a no-brainer. I think that it'll be something that people will sort of hash over and, and some will say, oh, this sounds like a pretty okay deal. And some will say, ah, this isn't really much better than what we have now. And some will say, this is worse. So I'm not ex- I'm not expecting something groundbreaking. Obviously, there, whatever Apple comes out with, there will be people who love it. And there will be people who hate it because Apple uh, never does anything that just goes over sort of okay with people. It's either... They love it or they hate it. So, but I, I don't think they're going to revolutionize television. I think, I think Apple has certainly done a lot to revolutionize the music industry with iTunes and, you know, downloading of videos. But they could do something that sort of competes with the Netflixes of the world, Netflix and Amazon Prime. But I don't think they're going to, you know, reinvent cable. Now, maybe they get a few channels on board. Maybe. But I don't think they're going to to solve this problem. You would need to have cooperation from all the major content providers, which is not necessarily that many because, you know, you mentioned Sci-Fi Channel, but, you know, Sci-Fi Channel is owned by NBC. So, right. And so is USA Network. And then yeah. when you look at FX, that's Fox. You know, right. each one is owned by maybe four or five companies. If you look over the entire roster, 
of your cable and satellite networks. Four or five major companies own the vast majority. And the other issue is they license those to the cable satellite companies as groups, as bundles. So you can't yep. just get one. you got to buy a dozen. Yep. There's, there's, there's no question about it. You know, you get what they what they want you to have, and well, one could go on about this a long time. It's very it's it's frustrating to think what you're paying for with cable. There's no doubt about it. But modern methods of cord cutting are are, are not better. Like they can get confusing because you know Hulu Plus only has some of the networks participating. Then Netflix has a cross section of programming plus their own, and then Amazon Instant Video has this cross section of programming. So suddenly you're subscribing to several services. Amazon Instant Video, you spend $99 a year for your Prime membership, which has the added benefit of free two-day shipping on a lot of items. So, you know, that's okay. But the thing is here, by the time you add all this up, you think you're saving money, you're not. I mean, yes, I like watching Daredevil, House of Cards, and this new series, Sense8. I don't know if you saw that yet. I have not seen it yet. It's been recommended to me. I did watch all of Daredevil. I thought that was fabulous because it was so gritty and realistic. And in that show, you know, when you see a superhero, they never got hurt. Except, of course, you know, in the Batman movies from Christopher Nolan, you know, he became progressively more disabled as the three movies progressed. But with Daredevil, this guy gets beaten up. He gets beaten up. Oh, boy. Let's continue with more possibilities. So... We kind of sort of expect that Apple will have an Apple TV as part of the September 9th event. I'm not going to ask you to speculate about the iPhone because I think it's all out there. You look at what's going to be in the iPhone and they're all the same story. You go along with me on that? Yeah, so I think we know pretty much everything about the next generation of iPhone. It's going to be probably two phones to replace the two that are now that are there now, the, the 6S and the 6S Plus. Um, you know, it's, eh, I don't think, I don't think that people are going to be that, uh, that impressed with them. I think they're going to be iteratively better uh, than, I think this is like going from, from the 5 to the 5S. Exactly, but the 5S brought you the Touch ID. The key is, though, that most of the people who will buy something like that they don't have last year's model. They have the previous year's model. So it's new and different to them. I think people who have an iPhone 6 or a 6 Plus, you know, it's going to be a stretch unless you have some kind of deal where you could upgrade for not a lot of money or you're a tech journalist and you have money to burn or you're crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's an interesting question about whether the end of contract is actually going to accelerate or decelerate people's uh, purchase of new phones. Uh, on the one hand, you're getting uh, the the subsidy is over, so you're incented to hold on to your phone for as long as possible, more than two years. On the other hand, you're not really on a, on anyone's schedule either. So, uh, so if you wanted to, you could you know you could buy a new phone and switch up. And then there are those early upgrade plans like Jump from T-Mobile. So. Um, so it's possible there will be more people who are trying to upgrade early uh, than ever before, but it, it would have to be quite a spectacularly different. I think you're right that most people will be people from a prior iPhone generation. Now, I look at my AT&T bill, and I've got one new phone on it, and the others are older hardware. Now, I'm paying less, 
And the reason I'm paying less is because unless everybody in the family is getting a new phone, they have to pay this financing thing. What happens here is the basic price you pay is less. There's a basic price. There's a price per phone. And then for the device, if you're bringing a device, there's no extra charge. If you buy a device, it's what, $25 a month, whatever it is, depending on the phone, depending on the total cost. So in that sense, you're still paying a little bit less. Let's move on, though, to the other thing that will be happening with the new announcements of the iPhone will be iOS 9, the announcement of the release date, which will probably be, say, a week later. Now, iOS 9 is currently in beta testing. There's a public beta. It's in pretty good shape. There's a developer beta, which is essentially the same version. There hasn't been one since early August, so I assume they're pretty much done with it at this point, just doing fine-tuning for the carriers and everything. But there are some aspects of iOS 9 that are causing, shall we say, potential problems, Abram. What's that? Sure. Apple is building in ad blocking into iOS 9. It's actually not fair to say that they're building an ad blocker in. They're building in the ability for other developers to create ad blockers. And make no mistake, other developers will be creating ad blockers. We can probably expect uh, the we can probably expect the two company the two companies that are best known for for ad blocking, ad block and ad block plus. Believe it or not, two different companies with very similar names. Uh, we can probably expect those guys will will jump will jump in, uh, and this is going to have very serious ramifications. Ad blocking is already having very serious ramifications on the desktop. Uh, put it onto mobile, and it only compounds a pro- compounds a serious serious problem. And in, in my view, uh, kind of a moral failing. Uh, that's going on in both the industry, in both the tech industry, and you know amongst users. Uh, I mean, this is quite controversial. I know I, I get a lot of uh, feedback and pushback from this, but ads pay all of our salaries. Uh, I mean, I won't. I won't say. I mean, our. You know, for my job, uh, I won't say that every, all, all sources of income uh, for our company are, are ads. They have other sources, but for a lot of uh, for a lot of companies, whether they're doing a, a a news site like ours or they're just doing uh, you know fun content or or whatever, advertising pays the bills. And and by the way, advertising pays the bills for television for most television, even if you're getting cable. And advertising pays the bills for uh, you know for most print media. So advertising is what. Is what sort of greases the wheels of content. Advertising is responsible for the free internet. I mean, you know, unless you want the internet to either be all paywalls or uh, to be run only by people, only by hobbyists who, you know, who are doing this in their spare time, people need to be able to make an income. Let's continue with this. Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine is here. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. If your Mac has slowed down or isn't performing like it used to, there's a smart alternative to buying a new machine thanks to OWC. With easy do-it-yourself upgrades for every Mac, OWC has what you need to get the most from your computer. From memory and SSDs to ultra-fast external storage, 
Take it from me. You'll discover all the ways you can upgrade your Mac today at MacSales.com. That's MacSales.com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Extend your life with Hey, neighbor, what are you doing digging? You had a heart attack last year. Oh, I know. I was told no more hard labor. Then why are you digging? Well, I've been taking Extendivite. It's been approved to help my heart. Extendivite? Is that a new drug? No, not a drug. It's uh, more like an herbal combination made from garlic and cayenne. Herbal? How can that help? Well, actually, we've taken herbs for thousands of years, and Extendivite is doing the job for me. Does your doctor know about Extendivite? Yeah, my doctor knows, and he said it seems to be working for you, so don't stop taking it. I feel great taking Extendivite. I don't want to stop. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Mike Stennerson for Midas Resources. At no time in history have precious metals been more important, certainly not in my 22 years in the industry. The dollar has lost over 90% of its value in the last 60 years. No fiat currency has ever survived the government printing presses. Ours is not immune. The time is now to be proactive. 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. Anything tied to the dollar is at risk. CDs, annuities, 401ks, IRAs, stocks, bonds, you name it. So decide. Do you want to leave a legacy of wealth or debt for your family? The choice is yours. Call me at 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. That's 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. Be proactive, not reactive. Call 1-800-686-2237, extension 116. We the People Grow Cotton, Weave Fabric, Engrave Ink, Embed Strips and Fibers to protect from counterfeit and carding to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. We 
we'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. So the dilemma of ad blocking. Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live, of course, at LaptopMag.com. They're ads, you know, and he deserves it. He has to feed his family and he has to feed the kids. So ads are what pays the bills. With TechNightOwl.com, we have ads, too. Now, the thing that bothers me sometimes, I don't know if you do it in your site. I know Macworld does it with their site. And USA Today does it. When you open up the site, it's not just having banners or stuff or having silent videos that you can click or tap to hear. You suddenly hear something playing in the background. I think that's offensive. What do you think? It's annoying. There's a lot of annoying ads out there. And I've been doing a lot of research on this. I did a story on ad blocking recently, doing another one right now. And I talked to the Internet Advertising Bureau, the IAB. I've talked to a number of people who are involved. And they, everybody feels like... There's a lot of ads that have gone too far. There are ones that are too obtrusive, you know, playing music and, you know, popping up in your face. We get it. But you have to look at it. You have to look at this from, I guess, you have to look at it from the perspective of, of a publisher, right? You're kind of between a rock and a hard place because advertisers for the internet are extremely picky about, about how they measure success. So on, in every other media, advertising is about branding, and we don't necessarily know whether a particular ad was, was successful, nor do we necessarily care. You turn on the TV at, at 11.30 at night, you see an ad for Burger King. Burger King does not know if you turned off your television and ran out right away to buy a Whopper. In fact, they're probably self-aware enough to know that you wouldn't do that, but not on the internet. Most advertisers judge uh, success based purely on response, on clicks, buys, plays of the video, whatever. So if they, if you see their ads but you don't interact with them, a lot of the time they're looking at those numbers saying, oh, well, you know, my campaign wasn't a success. So they do more and more things to try and get your attention. Well, they're the more demanding. And here's a point. And I've made it to prospective advertisers for this radio show. And that is, do you want to do brand building or just sell a product then and there? And if you have Burger King, of course, you're not saying go out now and get a burger. In the next 10 minutes, if you show up, we'll give you a 10% discount. They're making you interested. So the next time you want to go and have a fast food. Maybe you'll say, you know what? I heard a Burger King spot last night. Let me do that. Apple is selling iPhones. Microsoft is pushing Windows 10, although, of course, you can get a free download. The key being here is it's brand awareness. It's not necessarily instant gratification. And that is the problem you see with a lot of advertising. Because when you're dealing with something like radio, if you don't write it down then and there, you're going to miss the offer. You're not going to stop your car. Let me get off the road and write down, oh, I get the 10% coupon code. And I've got that in some of our ads. But it is a problem. And the other is where with web ads, again, click on it now to see it. Because that's the only way we know 
that you're aware of us, but maybe you're just sitting there looking at the ad and the name and it sticks in your mind. And later on you say, I need to get insurance for my car. It's nationwide or it's progressive or something like that. So the point is the interaction may not be immediate, but that's what they want. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously that's a real problem. But if you're a publisher, you're trying to pay the bills, right? And these advertisers, this is this is what they demand. And so, you know, what are you going to do? I'm not going to run these ads. I'm going to go out of business. Or I'm not going to run these ads. I can't afford to to pay my all my employee salary. Like, yeah, it's a little. It's more than a little bit annoying. Some of the ads that run, but a couple of points. One, people who run ad blockers are blocking everything. So how would they even know if your site uh, has an obtrusive ad or not? And if you have obtrusive ads now and you feel chastened by all these people with ad blockers and decide to, to remove them at the cost to your business, how would people even know that you did that because they're blocking everything? And when they're blocking everything, I'm sure they, they don't even want to have the unobtrusive ads because, hey, look, it's, it's obviously it's more convenient not to have ads. It's also more convenient to go to Walmart, put whatever you want in your cart, and walk out without paying because you don't have to wait in line. But it's wrong. What you're asked for uh, on the internet for content is you're asked to pay by paying attention. And not even paying serious attention because there's a lot of ads on the page. You're just asked not to block them. I mean, it's really very a very minimal thing. And you might say, well, come on, this is just belly aching." Well, a, a company called PageFair studies this, and they came out the other day with a report saying that in 2015, $21.8 billion uh, is being lost by web publishers because of ad blocking. $21.8 billion. How many jobs is that $21.8 billion? Some of it would just go straight to the bottom line to profit. But there's no question that there are people who have lost their jobs and or will lose their jobs because this is a growing phenomenon because there's a whole bunch of people who are so annoyed by the possibility they might have to click a close button that they would rather put, put other people out of work. Well, I think the people who inflict audible multimedia content on you that's uninvited I think we're only helping the ad blockers work because people get disgusted with it. Now, what we do in our sites is we put up a little notice. We notice you're using an ad blocker. Wouldn't you like to understand that if you disable the ad blocker, it helps us stay in business. It helps us pay the bills. They have that for WordPress. They have it for forums. And we try to do that because we don't want to inflict anything on the people who visit our sites, but we want them to understand that if you don't see those ads, there's no chance that you'll see an offer you might like to take advantage of. And you're going to hurt us because the advertiser won't come back because they're not getting enough traffic. Now, we do offer an option with our radio show. We offer an ad-free version called Tech Night Owl Plus. And it sounds like I'm promoting it now at plus.technightowl.com. But we charge for it. You want us to kill the ads? Fine. Here's what you do. You pay us a modest fee for each show, monthly, annual, five years, and a lot of programs do this. And that way, you don't have to hear the ads, but we still need, it's like premium cable, like HBO. We still need to see a little bit of money so we can afford to stay in business. I think those are, I think that's a fair business model, but I think people need to understand that there's no such thing as a free lunch. Like the reason why a lot of content, whether it's on television or uh, on the web is free is because of advertising. Now, 
you know, I've heard people say, well, I have a DVR. I can fast forward through commercials. Isn't this the same thing? The difference is that television advertising is not measured in, is not hyper measured like online advertising. So advertisers know, websites know when you've blocked the ads. They don't get credit. Like um, publishers get credit when the ads, from, in most cases, publishers get credit just for displaying the ads. Um, their, the overall success of the campaign is judged by interaction usually, but they get credit for displaying the ads. Now, if you block it, they get no credit. Let's now, go into more of ad blocking and yeah. the dangers of ad blocking. In a moment, Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine is here. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you owe the IRS money? Has the IRS garnished your wages or put a lien against your house? The IRS has the power to make you pay back what they claim you owe and will stop at nothing to collect. There is a solution. Call Signature Tax now. Speak with our professionals and feel the weight of your tax burden lifted from your shoulders. Call now for your free and confidential analysis. 800-481-3147. Again, that's 800-481-3147. 800-481-3147. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. As if chlorine in our water weren't bad enough, now they're adding ammonia? It's true. Some municipalities are now adding ammonia plus chlorine to your water supply. It's a disinfectant called chloramine. But with a trusted Big Berkey water filter, you can keep chloramine out of your water. New NSF EPA certified lab tests show EPA Berkey water filters remove chloramines, pharmaceuticals, BPA, pesticides, bacteria and viruses, all forms of fluoride, and much more. Big Berkey water filters are the original and most trusted on the market. The gold standard in water purification. And our filters last for years at less than two cents per gallon. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get your Big Berkey today. Call 1-877-99-BERKEY or click BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day, but growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. My name is Josh. One World Way is the best in the market, hands down. I'm in the U.S. Navy, and I live a very active lifestyle. Being a vegetarian, it's hard getting all the protein I need. I tried the vegan protein powders, and I just wasn't feeling any change. The meathead supplement store whey protein kind of worked for a bit, but it left me feeling bloated, and my digestion seemed to slow down. By some divine stroke of luck, I heard a commercial of One World Way on the radio. 
and it struck my interest. I have to tell you, I am so glad I got it. I have been taking it for a week and the results are amazing. I don't feel tired when I have to get up at 4.30 a.m. I look and feel better. I recover faster from my two workouts a day. When I don't have time to eat good food, I take it and I don't feel the urge to stuff my face for hours. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorld, W-H-E-Y.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. So we're talking here about ad blockers. It block the ads and... As I said, with our site, we put up a notice. Do you do that, too, on your site, LaptopMag.com, put up a notice saying we notice you're using an ad blocker, Abram? We have not done that yet. It's a possibility. That being said, I uh, spoke with PageFair, which is a company that is working on this problem, and I asked them, does this kind of moral suasion work? And he said, overwhelmingly, it does not work. The amount of people who switch or whitelist you because of ad blocking is is proportionately very small. So I think it's great to do it because people ought to know, the public ought to be educated about, about what's going on. I think it should be, you know, I think it should be a lot like what happened with music downloading. For a while there, nobody saw any problem with music downloading. You could get Napster. No problem, you know all these things where you could get get music illegally. There are still people who think that it's okay to download music and movies, whatever, illegally. But uh, you know, there's been kind of a carrot, a stick, in education to try and limit that and new business models. Where I think I think there are some companies that are sort of popping up, trying to come up with new business models that sort of work around ad blocking. You know, obviously there are other ways that websites try to make money, such as e-commerce, native advertising, things like that. But you know, ads, banner ads, you know, inserted ads are still a big portion of revenue for a lot of places. And I think there just there has to be some education to to be to the public. Like, look, man. It may be a little bit of a hassle for you to get ads. Your the website may download a little faster. You may occasionally see something that's annoying, but the appropriate response, I think, to you know, if if a website is showing annoying ads and you really can't take it, go to another website that's showing less annoying ads. When you or block- write to the people who run the site and say, "Don't do this. It's annoying me," and I assure you, if they are losing an audience because they're running ads that are annoying or in an annoying format, like the audio coming on without you wanting it. I think eventually they're going to say, you know what, we're losing traffic. If we lose traffic, the advertisers won't be happy. We have to be more selective. 
Yeah, I mean that's exactly what happens. I, I you know, and I and I say this, I say this completely as a as a you know individual, not on behalf of my company. I say this as an individual who's worked for several different companies over the course of working online for almost twenty years. The companies will take notice if they see a drop in traffic. And they are very aware of if they start running an obtrusive ad and they notice that people are bouncing off the site, meaning they leave after that page, they will they will take a notice. But people who are blocking ads, that's you know leading to some change in the industry in general because the because people are saying how can we get people to non-install ad blockers? But once someone's installed an ad blocker, they're kind of a lost cause. You're not going to change the nature because. They don't even. They wouldn't even know if you changed your ads. How would they? They're blocking everything. Uh, there's, you know, AdBlock Plus has a kind of whitelist that you can sort of apply and pay to get on, and they take a cut in a lot of cases of your ad revenue. Which isn't that could, like ransom? Some would say that. Uh, I won't say that right now. But you know, they say that they say that not everyone who's in their in their whitelist program is, is charged money. There's rumors out there about Google paying a certain amount to be whitelisted. But yeah, it's you know, it's a little, it's quite perturbing. You know that when you look at the companies that are blocking ads uh, and what their motives are, they're not a hundred percent clean motives going on there. In the case of Apple and iOS nine. So Apple is allowing other companies to come in and block ads on iOS 9. Great. So, But they're not blocking ads in iAds. They're not blocking ads from the apps where they're getting that people buy in the app store where Apple's getting a cut. So what are they doing? They're allowing the blocking of ads that they make no money from. So that's okay. That puts them in a competitive advantage. You want to reach people who are on an iPhone? No problem. Advertise in an app. But what that's doing is that's going to kill the free internet. That means that people who run websites who are not part of giant uh, companies that, that partner with Apple or part or not Apple or Google are, are going to, are going to get the short end of the stick because they're providing content for the internet. But the company that makes the software is leveraging their position to kind of put their content competitors, their advertising competitors out of business by allowing ad blockers, it's really, I think it's really insidious. I was looking at the ad block plus requirements, okay? It says no animation has to be static. Are they kidding? Right. Text, preferably text only and labeled as ads. They're assuming here everybody's dumb. So if an ad has, I don't mean excessive animation, but just slight animation, what's wrong with that? What's exactly. wrong with having a nice picture? Why must it be text only? And the final thing here is, okay, labeled as ads. How can you not know what the ad is under normal use and circumstances? I, I will put you one better. Why do they get to decide what is and is not a good ad? Why do they get to decide who put them in charge? I'm sorry, but I think user interaction is what should decide, you know, sort of the, the market should decide. And when you install an ad blocker, you're you're allowing these ad block companies to become your gatekeeper, and in some cases, they'll even accidentally block legitimate content. So, you know, so I I think what they're doing is, is flat out wrong. You know, I, I'm sorry if you don't like someone's business model, if you don't like um, how how someone is is turning a profit 
you know, running their business, then don't patronize their business and they'll, and they'll get their message. But you don't get to go into Walmart and, and, and shoplift a bunch of shoes in protest because you don't like their prices. Like, you know, if you don't like advertise, internet advertising, then visit sites that don't have it. If a particular site has advertising that goes too far, if you don't want to send them a note, stop coming and they'll get the message. Uh, now, frankly, I would say, you know, I would say the advertising that's on the internet is really, depending on, unless you go to a spam site, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's annoying. You hit the close button. You you ignore the worst stuff. People people will get the message. It's paying, you know, ha- having to wade through commercials on television or uh, ads on the internet is kind of the price you pay for for free content and. I really don't think it's that high of a price. There go the dogs. Anyway, no, I really think it's an unfortunate situation. Apple isn't helping with iOS 9. Yep. No, I mean, they really are not. Now, to be fair, they're not alone. Um, You know, Google allows Adblock and Adblock Plus to be listed in its Chrome web store. Um, The... If Apple and Google uh, wished to stop ad blocking, they could do it tomorrow. They could put an end to to this problem tomorrow. All they would have to do is say that their browsers don't support it, and and iOS nine doesn't support it. That's all they would have to do, because I I don't think a lot of people are going to download a different browser so that they can have ad blocking. I don't think they're going to download you know Firefox so they could get ad blocking. Well, there's um, no Firefox in iOS anyway. Right, exa- exactly. But I mean, you know, just generally across, you know, desktop or whatever. So I, I, I think the, the companies that, the, you know, the, the companies that make this, the, the browsers, make the software, Microsoft, Google, Apple, and Apple, and, you know, Mozilla is a, a nonprofit, but they're still a company. If those folks, or even just a, you know, a couple of those folks took a stand in favor of the open web, um, the free open web and refuse to block ads uh, built into their browser that you can't install an extension that does this. Then, uh, then I think I think we'd be we'd be okay. Now, let's finish it in our next segment. Let's finish it in our next segment with Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many 
formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. My name's Clyde, age 59, and I reside in Florence, South Carolina. The doctors diagnosed me as having clogged arteries. Felt like I was carrying heavy concrete blocks around my feet and legs. I started taking heart and body extract as directed. It is less than three weeks and I'm like a young man again. It's unbelievable that an herbal formula can work so fast and so powerfully. Learn the secrets of an effective, natural, 100% organic nutritional supplement for a healthy heart and circulation at hbextract.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, then carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey System. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. Did you know that drinking pure, high-alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. Healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So the theory being, you know, one possibility is that those who 
developed these browsers do not allow ad blockers, says Avram Pilch of Laptop Magazine. Something has to be done, I agree with you, because right now what's happening is the people who provide the content that you read are being screwed. And once again, if you don't like the kind of ads you see, they're offensive, too much animation, getting sounds when you don't want it, like USA Today, tell them that you don't like it, that you're not going to visit the site as often. I assure you, they'll figure a way to solve it. Yeah, I do think that the industry has been chastened by what's happening with ad blockers. Is that a good thing? I guess. Nobody could argue in favor of the internet advertising experience being pleasant or lovely. I mean, obviously, you're obviously you're being hit with a lot of ads on a lot of sites. Certainly the sites that serve, that do a better job of not annoying you with ads, will see a benefit because people will want to visit them more. But when you block ads, you're punishing all the websites. You're punishing the websites that have a couple of tasteful ads along with the ones that have 20 pop-ups. It's a blunt instrument that's, uh, that's, punishing, that's punishing everyone. Funny, that's what M said to James Bond <laughs> in one of the recent movies. Let's move to one more thing here. I think we have the point made about ad blockers, okay? Yeah. And that is, there are stories that Apple has a larger version of the iPad called iPad Pro under construction. Is this something we might see on September 9th, or would that be too much for Apple to introduce? Hmm. Well, you notice that Tim Cook doesn't do the one more thing. Um, he did it once. <laughs> such a good question. It depends on whether they just want to get all their announcements out in one shot or they want to wait till later. If this were Steve Jobs and Steve Jobs was into showmanship, I would say he probably doesn't do it at the next event. You know, September 9th, you kind of want to have this product out there in plenty of time for holiday. So if they don't do it September 9th, you would ho- they would probably need to do it within the next two, three weeks after, which seems a waste. So maybe we will see it. Well, I, in that case, of course, Apple needs to send me a birthday cake. <laughs> and for what it's worth, I, I think that they will come out with an iPad Pro. I think it makes a lot of sense. We're seeing expansion of the market of, of large tablets. And the question is, what will Apple make tablets cool again? Everybody knows, and can, there's no argument, that the iPad made the tablet industry. I mean, there were tablets before, but that's when tablets went mainstream for consumers. However, what you may not know is that tablets have become very uncool over the last couple of years. The sales are dropping dramatically. Uh, why? Because phablets are, have come into place, so people are using their phones for things that they might have used a tablet for. Then you have two-in-one laptops that give you some of that uh, benefit if you don't mind carrying around a really large tablet in the form of, you know, something like a yoga or or something with a deta- like a you know something like a yoga or whatever. So, what's the type of tablet that can succeed right now? Well, the Surface. Now, Lenovo has come out with a Surface competitor um, in the Mix Seven Hundred. I think that is the next frontier for tablets where it sort of is a two-in-one, but it's coming at the, it's sort of a tablet that becomes a laptop rather than a laptop that becomes a tablet. One thing I wanted to bring up before we get on with that, and that is with regard to tablets, there is the replacement cycle. You see, we're used to the fact that with a smartphone, you buy one every couple of years. With a personal computer, what is it now, four or five years or more? 
Yeah. And with Around a tablet, we don't know what the replacement cycle is. So the people now looking in 2015 who maybe bought the second generation iPad as an example, or whatever equivalent there is in the Android land, maybe now they first say, you know what? Maybe now I'll buy a new one. And that's a big issue too. Yeah, I mean, I that it is a big issue. I mean, what I think that the first couple of years of after the original iPad, there was a lot of innovation going on. So the original iPad, I don't think had a camera at all, right? Then you had back-facing cameras and front-facing cameras and quad-core processors and HD screens and seven-inch and eight-inch and a whole bunch of form factors. Uh, and Android originally wasn't really tablet-friendly, and now it is. So. There was a lot of things going on in the tablet industry that meant that if you bought a tablet the prior year, you know, you brought your tablet in 2011, all of a sudden 2012, it looked really old, ancient. Uh, and phones have been like that too. Now I think the pace of innovation is slowing because we've sort of reached a plateau. That's pretty good. I don't think that my 2013 tablet necessarily has to be replaced in 2015. It's still good. It still runs runs the current apps, right? So, so I, I think that just like PCs, it's a maturing market. It's a maturing market, and then there's also a question of where it fits into your mobile lifestyle. I frankly, a tablet hasn't fit into my mobile lifestyle. Fits into my three year old's lifestyle because we're not giving him a phone, and he loves his and he loves his Amazon Kindle Fire, uh, Kindle Fire HD six for kids. Um, but you know, I, most adults I know, it's a little bit harder to fit that tablet into their lifestyle. Like they have a phone for you know media consumption and internet on the go. They if they want to do serious work, they probably have a laptop. But what's where does the tablet fit in? So where does an iPad Pro fit in? For people who want to get work done. So if it's really pro and, and you can get a keyboard, a good keyboard with it and it functions a lot like the Surface does, um, then I think that's where the niche is. That The niche is, left, is to, to be a laptop replacement. I personally don't think the Surface typing experience is good enough to be a full-fledged laptop replacement, but some a lot of people do. And it certainly is is good enough to use to write an article or something like that. So I think um, I already know people who use the 9.7-inch iPad uh, with a Bluetooth keyboard to do work. So imagine if imagine if that was 11, 12 inches and it had, an, had a, a great keyboard. iPad Pro. Can you dig it? So we assume, based on all these stories, it'll happen... So it's only whether it's going to happen September 9th or whether Apple is going to decide not to have so many products at one session. Why don't we just spread out the joy? Yep. I uh, I mean, I, I think they're, I think it's pretty obvious that they see the success others are having. And they, they being the tablet leader, it's just a no-brainer for them to get into this market. Now, what would really blow me away, and I don't think we're, I don't think we're going to see this anytime soon, is if Apple included a stylus. Uh, because I know Steve Jobs famously was against against pen input, but we're seeing more and more pen input in the Windows and Android uh, tablet world with a great enthusiasm and success. So that's something that Apple could do that would really surprise a lot of people, including me, is if they is if they bundled an active stylus with it. And Apple has some interesting patents for styluses, by the way. Just a point. Avram Pilch, please tell our listeners where we can find more of what you do. So uh, you can check out my columns and all of our uh, 
all of our information on uh, laptops and tablets at laptopmag.com. And our sister site, tomsguide.com, is where we cover, is where you'll see some of my other work, particularly my articles on ad blocking, and where we cover other types of electronics and gadgets. And you can follow me on Twitter at, at geekinchief. You can find us on Twitter. We're known as Tech Night Owl. We're Tech Night Owl on Twitter. Look for Gene Steinberg on Facebook. If the guy's wearing a plaid shirt, he's probably me. <laughs> well, I don't know of any other people who would wear that shirt. We also have another website about a radio show called The Paracast about UFOs and things that go bump in the night. And this weekend on The Paracast at Paracast.com, we feature Walter Bosley, a former AFOSI agent and former FBI counterintelligence specialist. So watch out for Walter at thepowercast.com. That's thepowercast.com talking about breakaway civilizations. Abram's going to ask me what the heck I'm talking about. Also go to plus.technightout.com, plus.technightout.com. Learn how to get the ad-free version of this show. You see? You don't need the ad blocker or use the fast forward. Plus.technightout.com. And stay tuned for the Tech Night Owl Minute coming soon to members of Tech Night Owl Plus. Abram Pilch, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. Always a pleasure. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.